Let me get ready, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. This is Sarah, and this is Sarah in Texas. It is Wednesday. I am Sarah in Texas. This is our safe place to chat all about the latest reality TV gossip, and of course, Jeff Lewis and the Jeff Lewis After Show. If you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Get comfortable in comments. Oops, I thought I was live on TikTok and I wasn't. Oopsie, I'm having a techie day here. Um, okay, give me a thumbs up in comments as everything is going like it should normally. Let's see. Let's see what all I'm doing here. Okay, I've got my comments up. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Okay, let's get started with shout out news. Today, we're going to talk about OC, of course, Salt Lake City. Britney Spears, Andy Cohen, and a little bit of Tori Spelling. So tonight is Real Housewives of OC finale. So all the reunion outfits are coming out. Tell me in comments if you liked them. I didn't like hardly any of them. I I, I love, God rest Shannon Bador, that she's going through some stuff right now. So this was all filmed, of course, before her DUI and all the issues going on. She's living for her real for real brand. She's got this big yellow dress on. I, I don't love it. I didn't love any of the dresses. I think um, I liked Tamara's because it was this gorgeous bubblegum pink. It was super cute. I like a little bit more Heather Dubrow's dress, the black one, but her super thin arms. Now, I know, don't come at me shaming women too thin, too heavy, blah, blah, blah. But let's talk about it because everyone's chatting about it on the internet, her arms, y'all. So she has always, I think, always been a naturally thin person, probably. Uh, it just comes easy to her, maybe. I don't really know. Her arms are super thin in this picture. She also knows exactly, can't show them right now, but you know, women know how to pull out their collarbones and stuff. And I think the last time she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy, Maybe it was me. All I could focus on was her collarbones, literally. So they're really popped out. Her arms are super thin. She's got a pose that just really shows off her fit arms. So anyways, I'm not live on YouTube, it says. Wait a minute. Are you sure? Uh, everyone's commenting. Is anyone on YouTube? Yeah. They are. I don't know what to tell you. It is on there. Give me a comment if you are on YouTube. I think y'all are. I'm sewing it. Um, Krista's on YouTube. Yes, Ileana. It's there. Jeff Lewis obsessed. Um, anyways, and also the replays will go up for everything except for TikTok. So we are live on Facebook group, Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything. And then this also goes up live or as a podcast afterwards. TikTok is the only one that the replay doesn't go up. So anyways, um, Okay, so everyone's on YouTube, so it is working here, I think. Okay, we're done with talking about that. Um, Britney Spears, so after we got off yesterday, I saw a story that her brother, uh, her brother, I'm thinking of Tori. I saw a video where she puts out where it's like, it almost looks like her arm, like maybe her forearm is wrapped in a little bit of white uh, cloth or something. There also seems to be a little bit maybe of a cut or a bruise on the front of her thigh. So everyone's assuming that this is from the knives that she was oddly dancing with the other day. But I also don't even know, when is she recording these videos? Are they old? Are they new? Sometimes she puts up old stuff. So we don't even know. All I know is when she types in comments, uh, the, the 
not the comments, the whatever it is, the, the part on Instagram where you can talk about things. She did say specifically, these are not real knives. Halloween is coming up soon. So since it is late September, I have to assume this was filmed, you know, currently. But then she says the knives aren't real, but she clings them together and they make a very realistic knife sound. So I don't know what's going on with that. You know, there's a lot of history with that when she had the conservatorship and they wanted knives taken away from her for her own health. So clearly she said that about that, but why would you go and dance with them? Like, I don't know. I mean, the things she's doing lately and posting are, are just too smart. I don't know. Is she really struggling? Uh, her makeup often looks like she's been awake for days. Like her, her mascara is kind of running down and stuff. Her hair looks not brushed. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but it's very worrisome for sure. But like I said, if she's not the one posting this stuff, then somebody is feeding in and leaning into all the stuff with having her dance around with knives and then putting in the cap the caption, that's the word, putting in the caption on the Instagram about knives, knowing that everyone knows she's not supposed to have knives, I think even in her household. Kind of crazy on that one. Uh, okay, Tori Spelling. So yesterday, page six, who I don't know, I mean, I like to get my content from TMZ. I love me some Harvey Levin. I love all the people. If you have not watched an episode of the TMZ show, it is really fun. I mean, it is my dream. It's a bunch of people sitting around and like typical, whatever you would think people wear to like California, totally casual, where uh, they're sitting around like promoting or uh, uh, plugging ideas that they have for like video content they got of famous people that are out. So it looks like a dream job. They're always jabbing with each other teasing Harvey Levin for being old. I love it so much. But page six also gives some really good information lately. And they were actually the ones that did more of the story. Was it page six or Daily Mail? I think they both did. TMZ eventually caught her at Target. That video is up on my TikTok. It has like maybe almost a million views. I don't even know. Um, but Tori Spelling's brother, Randy, did a story with page six and basically says, uh, she's going through a lot of financial stuff and personal stuff, but she's very resilient and they're very proud of her. So I was happy to see that. We haven't really had an update on her personally. I just have seen on her Instagram that she's posting a lot of things about her business. And she went down to that 90s con and I think it was Tampa, Florida a weekend or two ago. So I want to think that everything is going better for Tori Spelling, but I would like for an update. I would love for her to come on Jeff Lewis Live again and I don't know, just kind of do even a snippet of an update and then move on with whatever, you know, they would normally talk about with Jeff Lewis Live because they are really good friends. Um, okay, Andy Cohen. I love when I can listen to Andy Cohen live. I love his relationship, his friendship with John Hill. So John Hill and J Andy used to date a couple of years ago. They always kind of bring that up. I sort of love that Andy is such a dad and he loves talking about the highs, the high highs and the low lows of being a dad, as he likes to say. So last night was in the middle of the night, like Lucy woke up crying. He was trying to get her back to bed. She wouldn't go back to sleep. She was kind of cooing. John Hill is just like, ew. I mean, I can just, if this, if this podcast radio show was on video, I can just see John Hill like this when he talks about his kids. Like, I don't think John Hill has zero interest in being a dad and he doesn't even care about what he talks about, about Andy, I mean, about his own kids, Lucy and Ben. Oh, somebody said, what did Andy say about Bethany? Thank you, Donna Bowling. 
uh, I missed that this morning and somebody reposted it. Bravo and cocktails uh, reposted. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get it wrong. Somebody Bravo by gays. I don't remember who it was. No, that's not who it was. Some other account go to go to um, Bravo and cocktails and they reposted somebody's account that actually got the audio. I must have missed this. I was running a couple of errands when I was listening to Andy Cohen, but some days he has like a guest that he talks to and some days he doesn't. Today was like a whole day of talking. So uh, I probably missed a little bit, but basically he was teasing uh, John Hill, something about your, you know, you're being catty or something like Bethany Frankel, basically with the whole reality reckoning thing. It was something like that. I can't remember. But somebody called in and asked if there was going to be any more Bravo tickets, Bravo Con tickets released. And because she didn't get any. And Andy Cohen was like, look, I'm not in charge of tickets. Everyone complained that the New York Bravo Con was too big. So now they said they made it smaller. So I have heard something about that. So apparently the Javits Center at, for 2022 was like, I'm going to get this wrong, 30,000 people, that convention. The Caesars Forum in Las Vegas this year holds around 10,000. So maybe that's the reason the tickets were sold out so quickly. Um, I don't know. I didn't think it was too big. I, okay, in some ways I can because some of the panels were so deep, the seating, that you really, they had TVs everywhere. You kind of could have watched it from home. Like I even told a couple of friends sometimes, look, they could have sold uh, virtual tickets for BravoCon. And eventually they ended up putting it on Bravo TV. But if they would have done it live, I really felt like they could have sold uh, virtual tickets to attend some of those uh, panels, right? So anyways, okay, let's get back to Salt Lake City. So last night was season four, episode four. Tell me what you think. I'm really, really bummed about Lisa Barlow and her attitude. I didn't love it at all. Um. If you saw my Instagram, I did repost a picture that the editors or the producers, somebody, I get, it almost looked like her makeup artist, Monica, was putting blush on her. You know how when you put blush, you kind of smile, but all oh, these wrinkles showed up right here and wrinkles here. It was, it looked fake almost, but it was on the actual Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I would hope they didn't enhance that and make it even look worse in real life. Like somebody suggested to me in my DMs. I can't imagine they would have done that. I don't know. I am seeing lots of comments about Mary. Let's talk about Mary. So last week, as you know, I really realized I miss Mary. There, there was something to her. So as Andy Cohen says, because she chose not to show up to the reunion last time, she was punished having to sit out a year, basically. So she comes back this year. She really doesn't know anyone. She's like, who is Monica? Who is Angie Kay? Like, I don't know any of these people. Then she says, uh, last week, I'm a loner. Like, I like to do a lot of things alone. Why are you on Real Housewives then? Like, what? I don't even understand. So last night, early on, they're, they're on day two of this Palm Springs trip that Meredith has supposedly planned, but we'll get to this later where Whitney ends up planning a drag show thing. Um, so Angie Kay makes her own t-shirt because, of course, she showed up as a surprise guest of uh, Meredith, not of Meredith, <laughs> of, uh, oh shit, who'd she show up as a surprise guest of? Lisa? Who brought that girl? 
Oh my God. Tell me who brought, who brought her? Who brought Angie K? Anyways, I'm missing it. Lisa's horrible. Um, Mary knows the assignment. Okay. But I would argue that after last night, she doesn't know the assignment and she doesn't earn, earn a paycheck. So last night, uh, Angie K made her own t-shirt and then she said something about somebody saying that she's going to put a hit on her family. That sounded very, yes, Whitney brought her. Thank you so much. Uh, that sounded very Jen Shaw to me, like very ghetto. I didn't love that at all. Like, don't talk about putting a hit on someone's family. That's disgusting. Um, anyways, so, but Mary is in the van. So she clearly goes to this event. I'm assuming they knew what it was going to be about. It's this trust event. Now they've done this on a few different housewives. I'm kind of over it. If they would have gotten those people up in a dang tree and they would have screened bloody murder like Shannon Bedore did and the OC ladies, I would have just been like, I'm over it. I've seen this before. I don't need any, like, catch me if you trust me. I don't need that. So at least this one was a little bit different where they were like blindfolded. Uh, they didn't cheat like Big Ed on 90 Day Fiance did a few weeks ago. They were blindfolded and had to kind of um, get their way out of this little maze on the floor of sorts at this park, right? Mary's like, uh, I'm not getting out of the van. I am not a soccer mom anymore. So I don't have to get out on that nasty grass and play outside with them. I'm like, then why are you on this girl's trip? Like, what are you doing? Go back and preach, go back and talk to people and bring them to Jesus. Like, what are you doing? Um, anyways, and then later we'll talk about in the show, they go to this club i guess after bar whatever after the drag show that they did at trixie's motel and she doesn't even get out she basically says yeah you go take a look and let me know if it's worthy of me getting out and she didn't she never did get out she missed some good fights she loves watching people fight like i'm not sure how she didn't know she was going to miss more fighting because clearly monica was fighting like crazy with lisa barlow on the whole way there right um, yes, Zuba says she's the only, she's the grumpiest friend of ever. Like literally, do you think she'll even want to stay on next year, next season? Do you think she'll be asked back? So we're going to talk about watch what happens live in a little bit because uh Jackie from New Jersey was on promoting her new book, The The Weight of Beautiful. And then she was on with uh with uh Heather Gay. So I want to talk about that, but I didn't feel like Heather, I mean, I didn't feel like Andy came at Mary with this episode as much as I thought he would have. Oh, Sugar Hooker. I love that name. Mary is the meanest preacher I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Wow. For sure. Yes. Um, sh yeah, she is getting a paycheck, but should she be like, I don't even know. I, I just... Like I said, last week, I really realized that I missed Mary. This week, I was like, what the hell is she doing? But we'll talk about her McDonald's order in just a bit. That really cracked me up. And I kind of am mad at production for not showing her eat at all. Like, I want to see that lady, lady eat that whole order, like for sure. Also, tell me in comments what your McDonald's order would be. Do you love McDonald's? I love their fries. I love their fish sandwich. I love in Texas, they have something called a homestyle burger. I don't think everyone has that. It's like a spicy mustard with lettuce and cheese and tomato. Remember, I think every burger should have lettuce and tomato on it for sure. Um, yes. Kathy Evans says Mary is always wearing some sort of crazy outfit for sure. That's true. 
Shivy says Mary's crazy, but she gives her facial expressions give her give her life. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, Sheila says, don't ask Mary back. What? Three fish fillets is your order? I mean, they are kind of tiny, but I guess I could eat. That's a lot. They are kind of tiny though. But there's a lot of waste because I feel like the 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 seafood, the little fish, whatever it is, is kind of like smaller than the burger, right? Those eyeballs of hers for sure. Um, Big Mac fries, Diet Coke, and chicken nuggets. Okay. Oh, an Egg McMuffin. Oh my God. I love a sausage cheese Egg McMuffin. I don't like the biscuit. I feel like a biscuit is dry. An Egg McMuffin. Feel like they're so good. Oh, Vina has celiacs. So all I can have is fries. Now, if I were just going to choose fries, I really, hmm, I think I would choose Chick-fil-A waffle fries with some mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together. Oh my God, I love that. There's no homestyle burger in New York City. You got to come to Texas and try it. Uh, the McMary. Oh my God. Um, okay, so Lisa Barlow. So uh, basically Whitney says, uh, I'm bored. We need to do something fun. So I have arranged for my friend Trixie to do a, let us do a drag show. She's going to have all these wigs, the makeup, the outfits, everything. Did y'all have any idea that these wigs can weigh 45 pounds? I had no idea. Like, that's a lot. All I could think about when Heather Gay was looking, first of all, Monica kept like, adjusting her wig she didn't want her dark hair to show with the wig but heather gay she was just barely i, I couldn't tell if she was like drunk again or if that wig was just i mean because that was a big ass like 60s style wig which i thought was so cute um i was kind of disappointed that mary and obviously lisa and even uh with uh meredith didn't even really participate you know and that's like half of them like do it have fun Put your own makeup on, do something wild, like be fun about it, right? Um, oh, for sure. Tracy says Chick-fil-A waffle fries are the best. Oh, the Polynesian sauce. I love the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh my God, Chick-fil-A sauce is so good. Okay, so Lisa Barlow basically gets reamed for her, basically her glam squad being there. What was the glam squad name? Was it Monica also? What was her name? She said the name of her. Uh, I can't remember. She said that she did say the name. I think it was Monica though, but she said she spends $60,000 a year. She is the one I was kind of disappointed by because I feel like she has such a natural look and she is so naturally beautiful. She doesn't need a whole, Morgan. Yes, it was Morgan. Thank you. Um, that I didn't feel like she needed all that. So the fact that she spends $60,000 and she doesn't just use it for like parties and glam squad and vacations that she uses it to go to the grocery store. First of all, Lisa, are you going to the grocery store? I mean, for real, if you've got $60,000 a year to spend on glam, I'm pretty sure you have an assistant or shoot, I'm poor and I've got Walmart grocery delivery either to my door or I drive my car up there, sit in my car and, and they put it in the back of my trunk for me. Like, I don't even go into the grocery store very often. So I can't understand. Yes, yeah, somebody said she's very condescending. I was just so disappointed. Um, oh, Krista says she doesn't watch. You don't watch Salt Lake City? Tell me which housewives you do watch. I'm assuming you watch some. 
this is what I think is interesting. Usually people that listen to Jeff Lewis live watch Bravo, but people that watch Bravo don't necessarily listen to Jeff Lewis live. But I think if they knew about Jeff Lewis live and had the time to listen to him, I think they would love Jeff Lewis live. Cause I think he gives the, he gives the crazy, he gives uh, the, the out of control lifestyle, uh, the unexpected. I mean, he, you know, he gives it all. He's got the staff, he's got the clothes, he's got the looks, like he's got all the drama that we want from a Salt Lake, from a housewives person, right? And I think they would love that. Um, did I listen to Jeff Lewis live today? Are you talking to me? I mean, y'all, 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 we'll chat with that for a second for sure. Um, the unrelatable part for sure. Okay. So then she's talking about, she breaks the fourth wall talking to the producers. Like she's like, even the producers are like, look, we have done a lot for you. We have related to you on a lot of things. It almost sounded to me like she's done this before and complained, right? Do you think that? Like they've, like they've had to cave into Lisa Barlow before, which I'm kind of disappointed about. I guess I've always really liked her. Um, I certainly love her love for fast food. I love all of that. I love how hard she works. Like, I don't really know. I, do her and her husband, John, have this tequila business together? I feel like her party planning thing, whatever that is that she does for the, um, the, uh, the, the film festival that, com that comes every year that she does, I feel like he helps her with that, but that's kind of her main thing. And then they have this tequila company together, but I don't know, does he have another job? Like, or is, is, is she his job, right? Like, I feel like everyone there wants a John as their husband. And he might be one of the cuter ones. I think he's cuter than Seth for sure. Um, a lot of them don't have a husband. Monica doesn't have a husband. I mean, nobody wants Mary's dude. Uh, she doesn't, Mary doesn't even want her dude. Give me a break. Uh, who knows? But tell me what your order is. So her McDonald's order later when the producers ask her is a fish sandwich, a six piece nuggets and a large fry. They bring her this huge bag though. Did you see that? Who gets that kind of a bag with that? Were they ordering other food for people? Was production getting food? Why did she get this huge like to-go bag? It looked like it was gonna be like 20 sandwiches and 20 burgers in there. I couldn't really figure that out. It's crazy. Um, Kristen says, I watch Bravo. I just can't handle the fabricated drama. And I can tell when they were acting so hard. Uh, Real Housewives is hard. Yeah, I mean, I think more than ever, it's really hard for these new housewives to come in. A lot of them have watched a lot of or all of the housewives franchises. They also know exactly what to do. They know exactly what to do to get ratings. So I even felt like a little bit like when when Lisa was saying, hey, Monica, calm down. Like, you know, you're in a wig. Quit, you know, just be Monica, she was saying. And Monica was like, I am being me. But no, I think in some ways they know exactly what they're doing and kind of amping up things. And I don't really like that at all. Like that's going to wear on me pretty bad if, if the housewives get like that to where they are kind of faking it for the camera. I mean, I'm not, I don't even know how you can not do it naturally. Just listening to TMZ, just seeing who's popular, who gets to come back, who's made a friend of, if they don't really have a story and they're boring. They know all of that. They know how this can affect their personal businesses, right? And their finances. 
So at some point, I think whether it's subconsciously or not, they're acting out a little more than like the old school, like season one, episode one of OC. Oh my God, Vicky was just herself, right? She looked like she got her cult, you know, her outfit from Kohl's or TJ Maxx. I mean, TJ Maxx, it was amazing, right? Uh, Erica Jane is amazing, someone said. Yeah, I mean, I think she is amazing. Okay, so let's get started with today's Jeff Lewis Live. It was Justin Martindale's first ever time with his really good friend, Crystal Lamas. Tell me in comments, were you expecting Jeff or Krista or Justin or somebody to mention Heather McDonald more? Are you happy that they didn't? So even the caller at the very end of Jeff Lewis Live after the crazy Carol call, which we'll talk about that because somebody has already posted in the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group. I guess this other Facebook group, there's so many Jeff Lewis fan groups that really aren't a fan of his at all. They just talk about him bad all the time. They never like anything he does or says. I don't know why anyone wastes their time. Do I love everything Jeff Lewis says? No, don't get me started. We'll talk about his fight again last night with Chef Stu that he goes into deep details on the Jeff Lewis after show today. I don't agree with it. I don't like that he wants to punish his partner, Stu. I don't like that he was basically nitpicking last night about how quickly he was going to be home, uh, that he stopped off and picked up something for, you know, picked up a birthday present from Ronnie's house. Uh, I just don't think you need that much. Uh, somebody doesn't need to keep tabs on me that much. They're not married. They don't have kids. I mean, they've been together a year and a half. Like, I just don't think it was a big deal. It wasn't like he couldn't reach Stu for an hour, right? Okay. So Jen, Mark, Justin and Krista, uh, the begin, the whole first commercial break or before the first commercial break, it seemed like they were trying not to talk about Heather. Then when they did the promo and it was the Heather McDonald one about her lying about the earrings and Krista, uh, Krista saying they were real earrings and you didn't tell me about it. That whole Heather McDonald promo, I just knew they were revving up to talk about it the rest of the show, and they never did. I felt like Krista made a couple of comments, like about, she said one thing about um, karma, I believe in karma, so I'm not sure if that's what she was talking about. Justin alluded to something about he learned over the last month how crazy people can like dig into your own personal stuff and really go at you and stuff. Uh, I think he was alluding to the Heather McDonald juicy scoopers on that. Jeff did some sort of dig. What did he say? Uh, he made some sort of a dig. Oh, Krista was talking about jewelry and renting it for this Bridgerton party that they did, this Bridgerton ball where he first met, uh, where she first met Justin. And Jeff said something like, "Did you, or the engagement rings, that's what they were talking about. And they and Jeff said, oh, did you sell a ring to Heather McDonald? And she was like, no. So, you know, they each had their little moments where I felt like they were going to talk about it. But even the caller at the end said, look, you could have dragged Heather McDonald for a whole hour and you chose not to. And I think they must have made an effort like they must have talked about it at the uh, breakfast this morning and said, look, let's just not. Because all it does is they say something. She comes back. They say something. She comes back. And it just never ends. And I feel like the audience, I have heard from a lot of people all over social media, the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group, a lot of you have said, let's just move on. Like this is not going anywhere, right? 
Krista, the hamster karma is coming for you, Lisa says. Um, somebody else just recently, it was worse than a hamster. I don't mean like every animal has life and blah, 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 deserves life. It was some other animal like bigger. I felt like some famous person saying that they let out this animal, that their kids, they, they couldn't have it over the 20, the pandemic or something like that. Does anybody remember who that was? Send me a DM if I miss your comment for sure. Um, oh, somebody said Lightwork said that Carrie was your favorite guest so far this week. But is uh, what's his face Dumal tomorrow going to be your favorite guest? I don't think he's that cute. I don't know. I don't know. I guess people do. Okay, so we know that Milo got his neutering done yesterday. That was kind of we'll talk about it in a little bit. That was kind of the one of the pieces of the argument, I guess, that Chef Stu and Jeff had after work yesterday is that Milo was at his house and he was whimpering. He was in pain. I think he maybe needed his medicine. I don't know. And Jeff assumed that Stu was going to get to his house at a certain time because he normally does. And apparently he stopped off and picked up a birthday present from Ronnie Tits, who I love. I, I, I wonder if I'll meet her this weekend again. I've met her once. So Saturday, the 30th, remember, if you're in the L.A. area, get your tickets now for realitybiteslive.com. I'll be at the happy hour evening, and I'll be at the brunch during the day, and I can't wait to meet so many other chumpettes for sure. But I wonder if Ronnie Tits is going to be there. Now I'm wondering. I think code Amy gets you 20% off, so get that for sure. Uh, okay, so they must have, somebody must have told, you know, Monroe had a lot of questions about why Milo had to have surgery. What did he have done? They're trying to explain like, well, we don't want Milo to be a dad. And she's like, well, what does that mean? Like, why wouldn't Mar Milo want to be a dad? And so trying to explain that to a, a barely almost seven-year-old was a little bit much. But a lot of you are already DMing me about Krista, I guess, talking that her daughter Alice started her period two weeks or two months ago. I don't know. I guess. She didn't go into too many details that were, I think, embarrassing. I, I sort of assume that she has talked to Alice about what she can say. I think Alice is in sixth grade. So trust me, by the time a girl in the L.A. Hollywood scene area is in sixth grade and they know their mom, like, you know, has been on the radio and things like that. I think they have a talk about like what they can say and what they cannot say. Right. So I think it's probably fine. But I'd never heard, or I barely have heard of a red party. Like, I do not need to celebrate my daughters starting their period. Like, I think it's, yes, is it a natural part of life? But no, I, I don't need to celebrate that for sure. Um, oh, my gosh, the only zoo, but it's Stu's dog that had surgery, so he needs to get his ass home. So your team, Stu. I mean, uh, your team, Jeff, on this. I don't know. Tell me in comments. Are you team Jeff, team Stu? I'll explain the argument in just a second if you didn't hear it. Um, okay. He's really upset about this whole Kate Bosworth thing. I've got to assume that's who it is, that he's got to go out to LA next, or I'm sorry, out to New York next week. Um, what did he say? I think now he said it's going to be a Thursday. So after the show, they'll fly to New York. He'll do the show in New York uh, there, and then they'll do whatever they do with her, lunch or dinner. Um, I don't even know how he has been 
redoing her house from LA to New York. Like I don't understand in, in the Berkshires, I guess. And why he wouldn't choose. Okay. Now I'm wondering why wouldn't he do uh, Dorinda Medley's house? Like, I think, I think there's some parts of that that could be redone, but they're really good friends. Like that would make such good TV. Like no offense, but tell me is Kate Bogsworth more famous than Dorinda Medley? Like in Jeff's circle of friends, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of us that are going to watch Hollywood House Love season two, I want some reality stars on there, I guess. I know Cynthia Bailey will be on there, but I think Dorinda would have been really good on there. I don't know. Wasn't it her LA home and she had to go back to her New York home? Oh, so she has two houses. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. That would make way more sense, right? Okay, that would make, make, make way more sense. Lightwork says, I'm team Stu. I feel bad because Jeff holds all the power in the relationship as flexes his power quite often. I, We will talk about that for sure. For sure. Oh, that is true, Lisa, that Dorinda's taste is nothing like Jeff's. That is true. I, I do think you have to lean a little more in Jeff's style for sure. Because like my, there's no way he and I would agree. My house is so traditional. And I wouldn't want any of the like modern pieces that he would pick out for sure. Oh, Bab says Kate is way more famous. Uh, hold on. Then. Kate is way more famous and her house is too big. One room would be strange to decorate. Yeah, I am curious. It does seem like he's probably doing a lot more of um, the houses this time instead of just doing one room. So I don't know. Um, okay. The call at the end, this Carol call, I guess it was fake. Uh, the one after that, he agrees that Heather, that he was glad he didn't talk about Heather. So again, tell me in comments, do you think, did you want them to talk about Heather McDonald or are you happy that they didn't? So at the beginning of the Jeff Lewis after show, the hosts say were Joey Zalzig and Monica Casey. I don't even think they'd met till this morning. I kind of thought they would get along well because I think, their personalities kind of get along with each with other people really well. So I think they had just met for breakfast this morning for the first time. Uh, I think they got along really well, even though Monica's probably, let me think if I had to guess, I don't know, five or 10 years older than Joe. I don't even know how old either one of them are. Does anyone know how old they are? I don't really know. Um, oh, Robin says definitely team Jeff. Stu is irresponsible. I can't believe I don't know what that means. Wouldn't be taking care of his dog. My dog is getting fixed and I will be taking time off to help him. True. Stu puts, puts up with the way Jeff treats him. Can't feel sorry for him when he keeps going back with his tail between his legs, Joyce says. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yes, Sheila. I'm glad they didn't talk about Heather McDonald. Sick of her and the drama. Um, yeah, I just kind of hope that it's done, right? Hope that it's over with for sure. Okay. But on the after show, one thing he did talk about is Hollywood house Lift season two premiere party. He said, it's going to be in December. He said, it's going to be more of an evening thing at the tower bar and like fancier. So if you listen to it, clearly I was there June, 2022. I wore like a, God, I'm trying to think of what I wore. Oh, I know what I wore. I wore like a blue, like a brunch dress, but not a fancy brunch dress, right? Just kind of a casual, it was like from Marshall's or TJ Maxx, something. 
Um, but everyone was dressed kind of casual. And Jeff had a suit on, but it wasn't like super fancy. But I remember Alyssa had like a casual dress on also, a normal brunch dress. And she was saying that this next one is going to be fancier. So she's making sure he tells people to dress up for it, right? <gasps> Somebody said Stu and Jeff will be over by the end of the month. Define over because I have personally felt Stu and Jeff were over I would say at least four times. I mean, I remember their huge 4th of July breakup, 2022. I remember a Christmas breakup. There was something around May. I remember all the stuff of like where I was when I listened to it. So I know May, I was at a school function listening. And I was like, whenever he was talking about her being, uh, I think he was in New York, right? When they had that fight. Um, Friday's fight, I didn't really feel like it was over. I felt like the... I feel like when Jeff talks about their fights, then it's they're probably going to get back together because he wasn't like saying it was adamant they were done. So right, he wasn't really giving off done vibes. Oh my gosh, Sunny says Jeff should have a contest where the winner wins a consultation with him. I'm sure we'd have great feedback to improve the look on any home. I just don't think he needs the. I think a lot of people do like promotions like that because they need the advertisement. I think he's probably too busy with everything he has going on. He even said last night they filmed, I think, till eight o'clock, which doesn't really make sense because he was talking about texting back and forth with Stu at like six or seven, I thought, from leaving his job, right? Oh, Lisa says Jeff owed Stu an apology. I'm missing all of your TikTok comments. So let me know what you think on TikTok too. Like I said, TikTok is the only one that I will go live on, but it doesn't play the, the replay. Everything else, the replays go up. So if you come into TikTok late and you want to talk reality TV and Jeff Lewis, uh, find any of my other platforms at Jeff Lewis Obsessed for sure. Cat Rock, we cannot afford Jeff Lewis design. I have had some people DM me though and say they want to hire him or Megan. And I'm like, go for it. Like, I can't even imagine. Now, over the years, my interior designer, who I love, April, has gone up in price, but uh, they, they're pricey. They, they know what they're worth, right? Um, but I don't think she, first of all, I think Jeff charges like 20 or 30% based on what you buy from him, like other products. So he is, I, does he charge an hourly consulting rate and that he, you buy the pieces from him? I don't even know. I'll never know, right? Jeff is never going to do my house. We wouldn't have the same. And I don't even live in LA. So he would never even do that. Oh my gosh. Sheila says Stu needs a younger guy who doesn't have a child. So do you think if Stu had to choose, do you think Stu would choose to date a person with a kid? Or do you think his preference would be to have somebody without a kid? Now I'm kind of curious. I feel like they have a good mix because there are days where Jeff doesn't have Monroe. So then they get kind of like the one-on-one -on -one time, just adult only stuff as if they didn't have a kid together 24 hours, you know, every seven days a week, right? A lot of you say he would choose somebody without a kid for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, could you imagine how Heather would play this out? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay, sorry, I'm all over the place today. Natalie says, I don't think it has to do with that Jeff has a child. He's just controlling by nature. I mean, for sure, right? 
very controlling. I mean, I think Jeff always thinks things out really well. He probably is right a lot of the times and has an idea of how things should go. I don't know that his delivery is always so, you know, easygoing and nice. And I think he agrees with that. That's why we say he's the great apologizer. He's really good at apologizing, right? Really good at apologizing. Kathy says, doesn't anyone remember his behavior on flipping out? I mean, exactly. He hasn't changed that much. All of this therapy that he's had, and I don't know that he's changed that much. I don't know. Oh, Laura, Jeff act like he's Stu's employer. That is never good in a relationship. Never good. Is Heather the drinking word? Exactly. Stu and Jeff are way too different. Someone says, wow. Oh, Shivy, I get what you're saying. Um, okay. So on the, the after show, he talks about last night that he normally talks to Stu back and forth a lot. Well, they were kind of uh, having this tiff, I think, since Friday, although I think they worked everything out Sunday, apparently, as he updated us. But he was expecting Stu to be home at a certain time. And then when he stopped off at Ronnie's house to pick up this Taylor Swift hoodie that she got him for his birthday, um, he wasn't happy about it. And then they kind of argued over the details, like five, 10 minutes, how far out of it, out of the way it was. Did Stu call to check in on Milo? I almost think if he would have called to check on Milo, maybe Jeff would have gotten mad about that. Like you don't even know the best way to keep Jeff happy. Like I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine trying to keep Jeff freaking Lewis happy. Like tell, could you date him? Could you work for him? Knowing the stuff he tells us about Gus, the newest employee, could you even, like there's no way. Fortunately, like he says, a lot of his employees don't understand that he's on the radio. They, they, they know he's got a radio show, but they're like, how do we get it? Like, how do we listen? And I think he keeps them on a tight ship with all of his to-do lists that they're not able to listen to it, right? Um, oh, Michael Riley, there's always something deeper. It's not the five or 10 minutes that Jeff is complaining about. Oh, that makes so much sense for sure. Um, oh, Chris says it was inconsiderate of Stu that the gift could wait. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Darla, it's so difficult to be in a relationship where you have to walk on eggshells. I mean, I think, you know, I've met Jeff multiple times. He doesn't make me nervous or uncomfortable to talk to because, I mean, I don't have anything to win or lose from him, right? Like, he's he's not the kind of celebrity that is ever going to, like, follow me or, like, shout me out. You know what I mean? So there's not like I can win anything from him. Uh, but I am also have nothing to lose, right? Like, I, he doesn't have anything to do with my fan account. So uh, he doesn't make me nervous to to talk to him. But I think if I were in a relationship with him, oh my God, I'd be nervous for sure. For sure. Um, so I don't know. It was a lot of like, even Joey Zalzig was talking about like checking in with his husband, Brian. Monica was talking about checking in. Uh, it was a lot of like, if you go on a girl's trip, like is your husband or partner supportive of that? Or are they calling you constantly? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want any much of that. But then, uh, so the other day, Joey Zalzo, if you don't follow him, he does a lot of ask me anything or ask Joey anything, right? So someone did Mary F. Kill, Stu, Jeff, Shane. 
So his answer today was marry Jeff. Duh. Then he said later, maybe he'd marry Shane. Shag Shane in K Stew. I don't even want to say the word. I think you can get in trouble for even saying words like that on social media. Anyways, uh, I don't know. I thought they had a good energy. I liked Monica and um, Joey Zalzig together. Uh, let me know if you thought I couldn't act, interact with socially in any way. Laura says. Yeah, Lady Grace said that would be anyone's MSK. I mean, why would you not marry Jeff? He's got all the things in order. He's got someone hired out for everything, right? Oh, Raquel, they don't show Hollywood Housewives in Australia. Is there a way to get it on Amazon? It's so weird to me that Amazon can be different. Like Amazon Prime can be different. I guess they offer different things in different countries. Why wouldn't they want it in every country, I wonder? It's kind of weird. Anyways, well, thank you so much for joining me live. If you're watching on the replay, please like, please make a comment. Everything helps. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following everything on Jeff Lewis Obsessed. It is so much more fun to join live, but I understand a lot of you have to watch the replay. Please like, please hit the subscribe button. Please make a comment. It would really help me. Have an amazing Wednesday. And tomorrow we will chat about tonight's season finale of OC. I don't know. It looks already kind of weird. I've already seen some previews. Okay. Bye y'all.